just say what's on your mind. Tell them here and let them be. Well, I got something deep inside of me. I can't hide it anymore. It needs to be so free. There's no time to let this tale get old. No, no, no. It's the best story I've never told. It's the best story I've never told. All right. Hello. Welcome to the show. My guest today is. Hello. Television writer Leah Benavides. Yay! Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, we're we're representing Houston today. She's yes, H Town. Houston native. I'm gonna start this episode by telling a story that I don't think Leah knows Yay. about uh, me and her friendship. Uh, so we met in a writing screenwriting program a couple yep. years ago, and before the program started. The, the program sent out the writing samples of everyone in the program so you could kind of read the stuff people wrote and basically how they got into the program based on writing. And I remember reading Leah's uh, House of Cards spec pre-Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Free. Right. Yeah, yeah. When we loved him. When <laughs> most people loved him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and not many people knew about all this other stuff. No. Uh, and it was crazy good. And I was like really intimidated. I was like, wow, this is a really high level of writing. Uh, and uh, and so we have the first day of the program. And I just, I hear this like alpha loud, like <laughs> funny, super big personality person. I'm like, ooh, that's like comedy competition for me. I was like, ooh. <laughs> I'm not going to last in this room. She, she's way too, you know, uh, gregarious. Uh, but it turned out it was Leah, the drama writer. Uh, and I was like, I always thought that was kind of fun to have Leah write really serious things. Like, and borderline twisted at times. Or like, at least she would pitch ideas where you're like, ooh. Something's wrong. She must be a sociopath. So, something happened. Yeah, yeah. Something's happened in her life. Uh, she laughs to cover up the tears. Uh, but then on the flip side, I, I think I would describe you as the proud Texan that I'm most comfortable with. Where like, Aww. yeah, like we're like, you'd be like, hey, I'm having a barbecue, the best barbecue ever. Come over. I'll feed you. <laughs> yes. As opposed to like, I don't know, like crazy, scary Texas. <laughs> no, no, no. No, because I'm from Houston. So it's like the best of both worlds. Okay. But it does have that Texas pride, which is fascinating because like I was, we were watching my husband and I, Carlito, you know, we were watching this video, this random YouTube video. And it was, it was um, a time lapse of somebody driving in Houston to New Orleans. And there were so many Texas flags <laughs> that you would see through the time lapse oh, wow. that you realize that I think that we share that with you because you're a California native. Yes. That you see the California flag everywhere, and that's a Texas thing too. Do, you see the Texas flag I don't, everywhere. You don't think so? I don't. I don't. I guess I don't look for it. Oh. I don't look for the California flag, so I don't. I don't notice. It just looks like it belongs. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Interesting. Um, 
So anyway, so that's my quick uh, description of Leah. So we're in for, actually, I don't know. I mean, it could be a really funny story because she's funny, <laughs> funny and animated in person. Or this could be really dark. Like I, 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 she told me briefly what it is, as I tell everyone uh, on the show that I prefer to not really know the full story. Right, um, right. I just, I know she's going to talk about a childhood thing. Yes. Uh, and I do know the person she's talking about, but I don't know what it's related to or like, you know, what's it's going to could be about. So uh, with that, uh, let's have the great Leah tell her <laughs> tale. Uh, I think it's from Houston, a Houston story. No. It is. It starts ooh. out in New York and then it, it passes through Houston. Ooh, ooh, Colorado. okay. We're getting multi-cities. <laughs> um, okay, so I was in New York for college and I was at a friend's house, an apartment, and we were playing board, the board game Life which yeah. I had never <laughs> played before. Um, and my grandma had been in the hospital on and off for a few months because she had um, diabetes that led to kidney failure that led to dialysis. So she was, oh, wow. you know, two or three times a week would have to get her blood taken out of her body and put back in. Um, and that really weakens your um, your immunity and all of that. Right. So she goes to get her... Um, hair done and she falls because there's like a faulty railing and she um she busts up her knee really bad oh but because of that injury she was in the hospital she had been in the hospital for three months at that point and i was about to go home for some kind of something um and but this was you know a few weeks before but i think we're on break of a school thing so we're out late and i'm playing life and it was my first time ever playing life um, and then I get a call from my dad and he's like, um, you know, grandma's not doing well. Yeah. We know she's about to go, which I didn't, I never knew that that happened, that, that people would kind of know when somebody is mm. about to go. Mm. Um, so it was a bizarre and it was really surreal. And, um, he says, so do you want to talk to her? She's kind of in and out of it, but, um, she can hear you. And I was like, all right. And so then I went to. I, my friends didn't know what was going on, and I went to one of my friends, um, her bedroom, and I closed the door, and I was like, hi, Grandma, and I didn't cry or anything, because it was just so weird, you know, mm-hmm. even though she was in the hospital, it felt out of the blue, and so um, I was like, I love you, and, and um, it's okay, and you can go now, and all of that, yeah. and, um, you know, my dad was... was uh, uh, having a rough time, and then everybody was there, and so she passed away. Yeah. And I was really close to her, you know. Oh, man. Um, she was a very, very good grandma. This is weird getting like, <laughs> getting, I, I guess because I've never told this story. I, I've never said this out yeah, hey. loud about it. But it's weird getting emotional because it's been a long time, you know. It's come Te- to terms for Tears <laughs> are, part, are part of the show <laughs> if needed. We don't, we don't judge here. Okay, good. So, um... So then I got on a flight home. I talked to my mom after, and my mom is like, you know, redheaded <laughs> Texas woman and the planner. She was like the person that, you know, has it all together. And she's like, okay, get on a flight and da da da. And so then I got on a flight, and she had, you know, she passed away a couple hours later. And um, 
my grandma used to come to every one of my performances <laughs> when I was like a musical theater actress and she she lived in Portland, Vaca, Texas and she would come to Houston which was like two and a half hours away and she would come see me sing and everything and so she would say things when I was younger like Leah has to sing um at my funeral if I ever have a funeral and oh. she would say you know and I want her to have my wedding rings and and this and that and so um that was the expectation and so I get there and there's like a rehearsal with this pianist and I was so sad and so out of it and I couldn't get through any of this. You hear I am now. I couldn't get through any of the songs without crying. And it's in this yeah. big Catholic church and um, I'm rehearsing and, I, and I'm like shaking and I can't memorize any of the words and I was so distraught about it and I was really close to being like I can't do it. And I even went up to my grandpa to tell him and it's like he's – I've never seen him upset before and he's distraught. Yeah. And it's like, well, it's not the time. I just have to suck it up and do it. So I didn't, I was really close to telling somebody, hey, I can't. Okay. Um, but it just never felt like the right time. Yeah. And so that night I'm really feeling it and it's the, the funeral is the next day mm -hmm. and I'm freaking out and I have no idea how I'm going to do it. And I turn the lights off and I get in the bed and, um, and I'm by myself and I feel in my ear like a at like somebody was next to me and I got up and I turned off the light and I was so freaked out and I was like what the hell was that and I didn't see anything in the room and I um I I calmed myself down and then I just felt this like at peace with everything hmm. and I wasn't worried and I wasn't anything it wasn't I just was like it's gonna be fine everything's gonna be fine and then I go the next day to the funeral to um, perform. And it's like all of the songs were there. And I was able to get through every single song without crying and without messing up. And, you know, feeling like I did her proud. And, like, it felt like it was my responsibility. Right. Um, and... And I felt like that was my way of, you know, fully coming to peace with the whole thing because I wasn't able to be there. And, you know, so I put a lot of pressure on myself about it. Um, yeah. But somehow, some way, I felt like that was her telling me everything would be okay. And that was my goodbye to her. Wow. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's like the feels. It's crazy. Chilly. Like, it's crazy saying it. Ooh. I think there's so much emotions to saying it out loud because it's just loaded and weird and hard to explain. Well, yeah. I, I mean, couple, couple questions. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll warm up to the more serious questions I would want to ask, but let, let's go right. let's go light. Uh, I didn't know you were a musical performer. You didn't. I thought you just directed musicals. N no. So when I, before I came out to L.A., I was a playwright and a director. But yes. before that, like my whole life, musical theater, waiting for Guffman, <laughs> like oh, I, super serious about it. You could see it, right? You're I like, could see it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just thought you were just, no, you know, Leah. <laughs> no, wow. I was, I was okay. very into that. So I didn't I went know, to school for that. Because I never, we've never done karaoke. We've never done any sort of thing where you had to sing. It's It's gotten weird at this point. We I recently got... Um, a piano we, we bought a piano for the house well it's a keyboard but it's you know sure has the keys of the piano and 
I will sit down and play a few chords, you know, within the past couple of years and sing just to exercise that muscle. Yeah. But for a while, for probably like eight years or something, I really didn't sing a lot. Like once I stepped away from it, I kind of needed distance, I think. Okay. I guess. And then now I'm not competitive or anything. Like I could karaoke and be awful and who cares? Mm, you know, I'm yeah. distant from it now. But Interesting. Wow. So I didn't know that. That was just kind of a warm-up question just to, <laughs> just to, just to get it light a little bit. But right, I, right. Well, okay. So this feeling that you got basically this blowing in the ear sensation when you're sleeping, which we've attributed to your grandmother. Uh, have you, did you have any sort of experience prior or like any sort of leaning towards something like that? I've had weird moments in my life. Um, you've heard this, you know, story. I don't know. I don't know if you've heard the story in the entirety before, but you know that my grandfather killed himself. Yes. Before he killed himself or maybe while he was killing himself or whatever, I had this overwhelming feeling that Hmm. that's what happened. Um, yeah. And, and I think a lot, like a few family members kind of felt like something weird was happening. So I don't know what to attribute that to. Um, yeah. I was young, you know, yeah. so I'm not sure. But I've had I've had weird moments where things have happened like that. But I but that was the first that was kind of like in your face, yeah. <laughs> hard to deny yeah. kind of thing. As opposed to other things, I've been like, oh, a feeling about this or a feeling about that, intuition kind of type stuff. Yeah, because I I guess I I mean I only know you primarily as a writer in in Houston. Uh, you, I, I don't, because this story is, there's a lot of interesting things, obviously. Of course, the, you know, the sort of the, your, perhaps your grandmother right. giving you a signal that you'll be okay. But to me, this is like probably the first time I've heard you tell a story where you basically thought you were going to suck. <laughs> like you're going to fail. Oh, you know, like you're going to fail yeah. at like, because you were like, I don't think I can do yeah. the performance the, the next day at the funeral right, right. like like other stories you told me in life you're always like i'm gonna get this meeting i'm gonna nail this <laughs> this, this show i'm gonna get this whatever right car i don't know car whatever uh you know like there's always this like huge level of confidence so for you to tell a story where you're like basically super vulnerable obviously yeah. your grandmother just passed away so you're very right distraught and then but but then i usually kind of see you in a adverse situation pull through not not necessarily yeah. not like be worried about pulling through you're you're like i'm gonna pull through even if it's like a hard you know what's so interesting about that is i have so many i mean you know this career is crazy right like yeah. <laughs> this path is crazy and there's so many ups and downs so i have a lot of moments where i'm frustrated or this or that but i do have an overwhelming sense of um it's gonna be okay like yeah. I, and so I'll have moments where I will legitimately, you know, you can ask my husband, <laughs> moments where I'm legitimately like, ah, and frustrated and, and worried and this and that. Um, but it, it, it comes and goes, you know what I mean? Like it, it's, it's never a, a permanent feeling. It's always, I yeah. always know that it's temporary because I do have this sense of like, it's all going to be fine, you know? And so maybe that's where the confidence thing has come out to you because i definitely have moments where i'm like oh my god <laughs> well yeah yeah you i know? mean i certainly will will commiserate on things but then i i feel like you said yourself 
that you have the the overarching like no but i'm I'm gonna get yeah. through it and things will work out i mean you know i think that's probably you know i i've actually said this to other guests in private and yeah. even on the podcast of like i think the world's against me and i'm never gonna get my my fair shake and you're always one that's like no don't don't say that kind of stuff no because yeah. even after yeah. you're even as you're saying that i you know am filled with the sense of like no you're going to be fine and I know that that's probably so frustrating to hear because when people tell me I'm gonna be fine I'm like no but you don't understand yeah yeah. (laughs) let me tell you what I'm feeling and let's talk about that but I've but I've always felt that about you like it's it's gonna be fine you know and it and it's frustrating and all of that but I but even when it comes to you I think that you know and I don't necessarily think that about everybody (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know (laughs) especially the haters yeah But, but so, so to take this general attitude you have as an adult, right. And that, and that probably developed when you're younger, but in the moment of you're still like an undergrad in college. And then was this, was your grandma like kind of the the first kind of made, oh, sorry, your grandma, your grandfather. But I didn't like my grandfather and I didn't get along with him. So when he killed himself, I felt relieved. Mm. Um, because, you know, I had a very tumultuous, he, I'm, I'm mixed, I'm Mexican and I'm white and he was white and he was racist. So he wasn't, he wasn't a big fan of me. Um, and so I had that, so that was a major death for sure. But I remember being a kid and being like, oh, I don't feel anything. That's weird. The only thing I felt was relief. Hmm. You know, he wasn't going to bug me anymore. Um, with my grandma, and I think that's why, even in talking a few minutes ago, I got emotional because it was like, oh, like that's the major, per- that is my first, it was a realization of that's my first major loss that I really felt, you know? Yeah, right, Because right. she would be the person in New York that, like I had a mouse in my apartment one time, and I called her, and it was late, there, there's, you know, a time difference, and I called her, and I was like, oh my gosh, there's a mess in my apartment. And she was like, ay, mija, you have to go to the, you have to go to hotel. I'll pay for the hotel. Like oh. she was so concerned, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know? Yeah, that's nice. And so to, to, to feel like, oh, I'm not going to have her concern anymore or have that, that, that was a, a major loss. Yeah. You know? um, and I mean, it sounds like you're in a very vulnerable state. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were kind of shaky when you were telling the story, yeah. like many years later. Uh, and I, I guess when you, yeah, I mean, I, you're touching on some of some of the stuff, but I guess I'll just ask this the 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 generic yeah. question of like, okay, so I ask you to tell a story you haven't told, right. and you decide to tell this one, and yeah, I guess, I guess how do you, f- well, why why did why this one, and then how do you feel now after just kind of talking about it? Um, I feel vulnerable, (laughs) Um, but I feel good that I told it. I feel like maybe I don't maybe I don't talk about her enough. I think Uh, you know what I mean. Like like I don't. You've never heard me talk about her. Never. No. Yeah. I think I I I don't know why. Like I don't. it, It it's it's never been a conscious choice of like don't talk about that it's a painful thing because I don't look back at it as um insanely painful I mean it was painful but it was so long ago you know that I don't I'm I'm a little bit surprised that there is um that feeling there so I'm not sure why I've waited 
<laughs> so long that's, to say it. That's fair. Yeah. Because uh, it's not even like a story that I tell my friends. You know what I mean? Like that's No, I've never heard this story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I mean, I did know you were going to talk about your grandma, but that mm-hmm. that's it. Like it could have gone so many ways. Right. Um but I guess kind of I wonder if you can take us back to the the day of the funeral and the point where all of a sudden things are clicking and you you did you like in the moment when you're performing realize that you were not messing up and like I did but it was really like the night before right when I turned the light on after I felt that in my ear I just felt really really like like a wave of calm washed over me yeah um and so it's like I it wasn't you know, none of this is, is, is like conscious, logical thinking. So it wasn't like, I'm going to be great tomorrow. It just was like, it's going to be okay. Weirdly yeah. enough, like how I say right now, oh, you're going to be fine. Sure. And I feel that. It was just like a, it was a knowing thing. It didn't feel, um, there wasn't a lot of thought that went into it, but it was like, it's going to be okay. And then I think once I, there was one song in particular that was in Latin or something. It was in a different language, and I think it was Latin. What? Um, yeah, it was. It, it and and I had gone to school. Like I went to high school for vocal music, so we did you know German, Italian, and this and that. I didn't know and that so, either. <laughs> this is so weird. I guess I don't talk about myself enough. Maybe you, about you, my past. You, I don't know. You, I think you talk about the years <laughs> 2013 to present. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I know like a four year or four or five yeah. year version. Right, because I feel yeah. like I, I share a good amount, but you I do. guess um, but that's it's, very interesting. But it's rooted in what's now, I guess. Yeah. And not, not necessarily right. old or past stories, past history. Right, because that was, that's so interesting because that was such a huge, like that that actually is shocking to me that you didn't know about that. And then I'm like, how many other people don't know that no, I was a musical theater? I, I only knew actress. that you uh, directed theater and, yeah. r- and wrote plays. Like that's, right. I didn't know that you performed and also went to some like glee vocal school it really was like glee let me have you ever seen it was more like fame have you seen fame of course yeah i've seen fame i'm old okay so um well then i'm old too um you know how on fame they dance on the tables yes yeah they had that and when i toured the high school they have happenings it was so great oh my stop really it was so good yeah and they would have a dj on Fridays, and it would be like one of the students, and he'd be DJing, and um, and he would just be playing like cool songs. I don't know how much he was like actually DJing, um, but you know he would just have a track list of songs, and people were dancing on the tables, and I was like, this is amazing, Come like on. this is heaven, yeah. And that was my Th- high school. That can't be real. It is real. That what? The high school of performing and visual arts in Houston, I- Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would watch these shows like Fame or in Glee, and I'm like, this is this. This, this is not real life. No, it's real life. What? It exists. It exists. And there was no dress code. So like people would have like pink spiky hair. And oh this one girl wore cat ears all the time. And it was very interesting. I don't, this is so fascinating to me because I like, <laughs> I don't, like writing is very sedentary. I know. You, yeah. You sit and you talk. Right. And then when you're, and then you write, you're sitting alone and not, whatever. Yeah. So I don't really see like you or, or you see me in like any sort of setting where there's like movement, movement. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'm like, wait, I, Leah's dancing and stuff on a t- like, well, here's like the thing. fame style. Full like, disclosure, what? we're already you know being truthful in this podcast. I mean, yes, but dancing was my weakness. 
Like I, you know, I was um, singing and acting were fine. I remember auditioning for um, the musical my soft. We didn't have one my freshman year, but the sophomore year I auditioned for the musical. And I was up for the lead, and it was Damn Yankees, and it was Lola. And I was like, I got this. And I remember, and we had people majored in things. So I majored in vocal music. Some people majored in dance. Yeah. And so I go to the audition, and I'm like, I got this. And I always thought when you see clips of dancing auditions that it was just like condensed, that they would really take time to teach it to you. No. It's literally, they'd be like, okay, oh. and then on the ground, and da, da, da. And so I remember in the middle of the audition, everybody was on the floor, and I was standing up, and I was like, oh, so this is, so I'm not great at this. And then I, I ended up getting, I think I, I was in the chorus or something. I got some part in the musical, um, but I didn't get the dancing lead because it wasn't the best of dancers. I couldn't pick up the choreography. I, lo- I love these side the stories, <laughs> but uh, I, I guess, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, this your story does kind of touch on spirituality and mm-hmm. and religion uh, uh to a degree and uh, yeah uh, do you um i guess how 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 were you then with regards to you said it was a catholic uh, yeah so she was catholic and and my uh grandfather is catholic my papa is catholic um who's still around um in his late 80s um, but I was never Catholic. So I, my, my parents growing up, they were agnostic and yeah. every once in a while, like they'd go through phases where they'd be like, let's go to this, um, let's go to this, you know, non-denominational church. Okay. And then, you know, we'd usually go on holidays sometimes and sometimes it'd be like a month or two where we'd go every Sunday. Um, but they were both raised Catholic and they didn't want to raise, hmm. you know, a child Catholic. Um, but my mom was also super spiritual. So okay. she would give me like books. There was this one book. It's by this woman, Louise Hay. And it's called You Can Heal Your Life. And she gave this to me when I was like, you know, a few years old. <laughs> it, was like, it was like just when you read it. was like five or six or whatever. <laughs> and so yeah. I would read this thing and it'd be like, oh, you know, if you're feeling a neck pain here, it could be this emotional issue. And so she was oh. always on some other spiritual, and then she she now has recently, in the past couple of years, she's got her doctorate in alternative medicine and all of that. So I would say that, you know, spiritually I always, there was something there. Okay. Um, but there wasn't like this clear-cut path, which I think for a lot of kids there was. You know, they go to church on Sunday and this and that. Um, but for me, it was kind of like, uh, choose your own adventure <laughs> yeah <laughs> you yeah. know um i was nothing was ever forced upon me or or said their one thing was like they didn't like the the negative aspects of it so they didn't want to you know sure go to a place and tell like well the devil's gonna test you or whatever they were really they wanted it to be positive positive um but uh but i think spiritual yeah like at the time at the the, the story that i told i think i would have considered myself spiritual Okay, yeah. so so you kind of I don't know if lean in is the right word, but the, you, you're 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 open to some kind of sort of spiritual experience, like a like a obviously the blowing in the ear, yeah, yeah, unexpected, totally unexpected, and it's it's weird, right? Because it's like I look back on that, and I also I consider myself fairly 
logical. <laughs> I yeah. can feel what I can feel and everything's here and, and, and everything's in front of me and I can see it. Um, so it's like I've gone back and forth because I've thought about that. I, may, I might not have told the story a bunch, but I've thought about that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, part of me is like, was it my grandma? Was somebody blowing on my ear? Like it, you know, it seems like it was her. It all worked out. Another part of me thinks, was that my own... You know what I mean? Your was I somehow bit. halfway falling asleep and thinking something's happening? It's not, and it's me calming myself. Right. Because either way, the end result is the same. Whether it's my grandma from beyond calming me or I'm calming myself, I found a piece. So then I start to, you know, wrestle with does it matter where that piece came from? Do you yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, I, w- I wanted to kind of ask a prologue question mm-hmm. of you experienced that then have you had any sort of type of interaction with your grandma in some way since i haven't my father has hmm this is a freaky one <laughs> okay Ooh, wait, wait. Yeah, we got time. Yeah, okay. Let's, let's go so, along. Let's go a little along with this. <laughs> That's what I said, right? I'll yeah, be the first one to go yeah, along. Yeah, we'll go along. Um, let's go along. Fulfilling my own prophecy. So, okay. So, a uh, few months after my grandma, a few months or maybe a year or two, within that range, after she died. And um, my dad, it, you know, falls asleep in the room. And um, he wakes up to the sound of white noise on the tv you know seeing it but it's weird because this is at the point where there's cable and satellites and all that so you really you don't usually get that white noise thing it would just be like a blue screen of a tv yes correct and um so he gets up and he's like half awake and he turns tv off and it happens again the next night it's weird so he goes and he turns it off again um and then it happens again the next night and he's like what the hell like this is weird right so then he's starting to realize like there's a pattern this is super weird and he also is like there's no logical explanation for this because the tv doesn't do that you know and so um he it happens one more time he goes in front of the tv and it's doing the white noise and he goes um mom is Mm. that you and the TV that's just going shh goes wild. Shh. And the oh, volume is going, I promise you. Oh, my God. I'm getting crazy. freaked out. <laughs> and the volume is going crazy. Okay. And he's like, do you have something to tell me? Again. Shh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he gets another yes. And um, he says, is it about dad? Nothing. No sound, no anything. He says, is it about John, his his brother? Okay. Nothing. Is it about me? Shh. Goes crazy. And he says, okay. Is it about my job? Nothing. Yeah. Um, And then he finally gets to, is it about my health? Shh. Crazy. What the? And so, um, my dad had been feeling like some weird kind of pain. Yeah. Um, and he goes to the doctor 
and they check his heart and he finds out that he has some blockage that he got that he has to get taken care of um with the heart holy and um he got it taken care of and there was no the tv never did that again after that oh my gosh (laughs) (laughs) have fun sleepy tonight david (laughs) yeah this this is a great uh halloween episode for anyone uh it's what okay i don't even it sounds like it sounds like your grandma has a very strong presence in your family right yeah with these sort of unexplainable that one seriously and i know we're in the like the by trade the writing profession yeah that sounds like a screenwriting thing no that's crazy right no it's crazy crazy. it's crazy and if it was anybody else like i wouldn't believe it it's my father you know what i mean and he's not and it's i would definitely believe it if it it was my mother as well but my mom's the one who's always been you know really spiritually connected and this and that and tarot cards and all this my dad not so much my dad was always the one that was like ah I don't know. You know, I don't know about all that. So then it happens to him. And I remember thinking that that was so freaky. And even my own father, I'm like, is he making this up? Like, is he going crazy? You know, but my mom was, my mom, when that was happening, was around for him to say, hey, this weird thing happened with the TV. The TV turned on, like, to corroborate the entire story. That's so crazy because, like you said, TVs don't do the static. No. Right. it's a blue screen yes. yeah so that's ah shivers <laughs> chills oh uh so <laughs> let me let me ask uh, a final little final question to to close out the episode yeah. uh i i should i forgot to plug that leah legit uh television writer most recent credit and I'm sure there'll definitely be more. But her most recent credit is The Arrangement on the E! Entertainment Network. Yes, yes. Uh, it was on for a couple seasons, mm-hmm. starring uh, my girl, Autumn Reisner. <laughs> Actually, she's a side character, a supporting cast. Yeah, I don't want, she's your main character. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to offend her career or anything, but she, right. she was a special guest star. Yes, yes. We were very happy to have yeah. her. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, legit credits. I just wanted to say that to lead into the question of now that you have been open about your grandmother yeah in a public way which you haven't do you think you're gonna kind of write about things inspired by your grandma now or you kind of you don't like have is it like a creative source of inspiration now i think so i mean you know there there's something right now um that carlito and i are working on which which is all of this has recently come up because of trying to mine stories of something. Yeah. It's 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 one of those things where it's like you're a writer and you forget half of the things you experience until you're exploring something and writing and then you realize, oh wait, this weird thing did happen to me here or or this happened this time, you know? And so I think so. And I think now having said it out loud, it's always interesting to see other people's reactions, right? So it's super interesting to see your reaction in it um yeah i'm i'm like shaky because this is <laughs> this is like intense it's it, intense it, like right emotionally yeah. yeah yeah and and so um you know i'm a little bit i i want to i think keep exploring that and keep and now keep telling those stories because i think she 
I guess I always go back to like she's somebody that kind of you know she's somebody that not kind of she's somebody that does deserve me to kind of tell not just that story but stories about her you know what I mean yeah um because she was really great so but I but um but I, I was I was happy to share that with you and maybe now I'll share it with some more people well and that's that's the beauty of this podcast yes in which I, I don't know Price 700 million people will listen to yeah. uh, when it comes out. 700, couple billion. Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. All over the world. Yeah. Actually, I don't even know if that's possible. Definitely America. I think so. Can't, I don't We're. I don't want to get into a technical conversation about iTunes. But anyways, uh, <laughs> just wanted to <laughs> thank Leah Benavides. Thank television, you for having me. Yes, television writer. Houston Astros world champs as yes. of as of the taping of this episode. So I guess joy. Forever. They're going to keep winning forever. Yeah, I mean, sure. Go Strohs. I'm, ha- I'm happy that you're happy. I am happy because we've never experienced it before. Yes. So, so enjoy Houston. He- enjoy the championship. Yeah. Thank and you. Uh, thank you for everyone who has listened to this episode. Talk soon. Bye. Ready for another episode? Well, check us out at beststoryinevertold.com or also find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or a number of other podcast aggregators. And if you're interested in sponsoring a future episode of this series, please contact us at beststoryinevertold at gmail.com.